What's up, peeps? I'm Mark Zalmanoff, and I'm here to help you make good choices. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Make Good Choices podcast. I am your host, Mark the Fitness Ninja Zalmanoff, your favorite friendly neighborhood fitness ninja and author. If you haven't got my book yet, go get my damn book. <laughs> For real. Um, I got a special guest on today. I'm super excited about this. We were just chatting a little bit beforehand. I haven't talked to this guy in, I don't know, five years or something. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we follow each other on social media. There's this, you could call it a chemistry between the two of us. We think a lot alike. We approach life in a lot of the same ways. But I, I have a feeling that this gentleman's going to lend some perspective that you may not have heard before. So him and I met back in our Abacare days. <laughs> yeah, we did the fucking MLM. You sure you know, did. The MLM know. did us. Shit. <laughs> I feel like it's almost a rite of passage now to like it be is. an adult as you get sucked into MLM for a little while. It was good yeah. though. And, uh, you know, we learned to extract the lessons that we need to learn to move forward. So it serves a purpose in its time. But, but this guy, man, he is a dynamic human being. He has a passion for life that I absolutely admire. Um, he is a fantastic father and, and I'm excited to have him on. So ladies and gentlemen, Robert Chandler. My man. Mark, thank you, baby, for having me on. I appreciate it. Oh, so hype up for this. So, so here's the deal. Um, I always preface this. You know, when we meet people in life, people always ask, what do you do? Like, that's the first thing they say, what do you do? And, and I think it's because we put people in boxes according to what their profession is. You know, we, good, it doesn't, it's not a judgment call. We, that's, that's human nature. You know, you're a lawyer, you're a doctor, you're a coach, you're this, you're that. We put you in this little box in our head and then have all these perceived notions of you. But what I like to start this thing off with is one simple question, and that is, who are you? <laughs> you, know, you know, the answer I'm going to give you is not going to be the most simple one. You know, for me, Mark, that question, who am I? I am who I am. And what does that mean is, is whatever it is. I mean, I'm a mirror reflection of you. You are a mirror reflection of me. So who am I? You know, I am not my name. I can tell you that. I am not what I do for a living. I'm just a high energetic loving being. That's who I am. A high energetic loving being who don't give a fuck about shit, man. I just, <laughs> I'm just here to live life, man. Have fun, man. I give zero fucks, man, about anything or anyone. That's who I am. You want to know who I am? That's who I am. And and he's being honest when he says that, by the way. So yeah, yeah, I, that's it. I mean, listen, I'm I'm 51 years old, man. I got more time behind me than I do in front of me, right? So I really don't even associate anymore with having an identity that we were taught and programming condition to believe that, you know, we have to create a certain identity identity to become someone successful in this life to leave what they call a legacy or your footprint, man. Listen, when I'm dead, I don't know. I don't care about no legacy, man. I'm dead. What, what do I care? You know, <laughs> if, if people say that to me all the time, like Rob, you know, what about your kids? You gonna leave a legacy for them? They got their own journey. Shit, they got, they got to live for them. 
there's truth in that, man. There's truth in yeah. that. I, I love, and this is something I've always really loved about you is for all intents and purposes, you kind of buck the system. Like, and again, you know, this is one of the reasons I really wanted to have you on here is because you do have a different perspective than most, you know, the legacy thing is really big for a lot of people. And especially a lot of the people that I deal with, you know, I deal with a, a lot of high, high earners, you know, big company builders, big impact makers. And that word legacy comes up a lot. I don't hate that perspective that you have of like, well, I'm going to be dead. So <laughs> I don't know what I'm leaving behind. I mean, whatever I leave behind, I, what am I going to say? I don't, I'm gone. I don't know what that, like, first of all, you got to give me the definition of what does legacy really mean? Like, you know, from my perspective, you know, is to be able to leave your footprint and your mark. And Mark, you notice know every person that crosses our path, whether we know this now or later, they have left some type of footprint or imprint with us. Now, you may never know what mark you left behind, but that's what it is. But we all cross each other's paths and leave some type of mark, right? Yeah. So your legacy, you may not even, you know, know it, but you can say something to a woman that you've been coaching and changing that has changed her whole life, that made her get her life together. She got healthy. She got her mind right. She then ended up getting into a relationship, having kids, and then the kids became president. But that could have been from the moment you said, hey, keep your head up, yeah. right? Your legacy for me, technically, that's why I don't really believe it. And my legacy can already be left in whoever passed, you know, someone's path that I've crossed. I love it. I love it. You know, I, I've, I've gotten clarity over the last couple of years, what my real mission is in this world. And I, I tell people it's to leave people better. Simple as that. And whether it's a lifetime relationship or, you know, that 30 second passing in a grocery store, my goal is to leave people better. So I, you know, again, I, I, I like this mindset of, like you just don't know who's paying attention, especially with social media. You know, we see it all the time. We post things and, you know, you'll, you'll find somebody out in the real world face to face. And they're like, man, I really enjoyed what you wrote about blah, blah, blah. You're like, they didn't say anything. They didn't like anything. They've never reached out, but they're watching and they're listening. Right. And, and right. I think the more, more of us that realize that that's the reality of our world right now is that someone's always paying attention and, and understanding that you don't, you don't need whatever you think you need to make impact. Right. Well, I mean, but you got to know this too, though. I mean, for me, I know I'm not for everyone. Right. And I'm okay with that. You know, my energy is very intense and it's high. I'm very direct. And, you know, like I, I'm the person that's not going to tell you what you want to hear. I'm going to tell you what I feel, whatever this conversation, this exchange of conversations, I'm gonna tell you what you need to hear. And whatever you choose to do with it is, is, going, to be, is going to be on you. And so even from, like you say, from a social media perspective, you know, I was that person too, who was concerned or worried about, man, if I say this, am I going to offend somebody because of, they may not agree. And then at the end of the day, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I mean, shit, I just, I'm just telling you how I feel. If that's not how you feel, then that's cool too. Seven billion people in the world. Okay, we all get created with our own uniqueness and difference. We just here to collaborate. And so I'd say take social media and whatever someone posts 
and look at it from a perspective of, ah, okay, I can see it from that way. That's something. Just, I, you know, my whole thing about social media is keep an open mind because, Mark, I don't care how long I've known you, I will never be able to truly understand who you are because I will never be able to see life through your eyes. So what something means to you will not mean the same to me because your experiences are different than mine. And we could be talking about the same subject, right? But because of your experiences and mine, you may be against, you know, concealed weapons or whatever. I might be for it, but depending on our experiences, it, you know, it creates that perspective. Right. And so for me, social media is all about sharing your perspective and then being able to keep an open mind like, okay, I, I can I can honor that person for who they are and how they see that. That's it. I like it. I like it. So let me ask you this. Um, this this no fucks given mentality, which I I one thousand percent endorse. Um, have you? <laughs> he's showing me a water bottle that says <laughs> "Give zero fucks on it." I love it. Has that always been present in your thinking, or is that something that developed as you learned life lessons along the way? That actually came to me probably within the last four or five years, man, that, you know, when we, you know, how you and I met in the uh, MLM, it was always about, you know, serving others and doing whatever we could to help others, right? And then what I learned was that I was giving so much of me away that I wasn't feel like I was, it was being reciprocated. I wasn't getting back as much as I was giving, right? And then I was caring more about what other pe people wanted more than they care what they wanted for mm -hmm. themselves. And that took a lot of energy from me. Then it got to the point where people will build you up and people will put you on this pedestal. And as soon as you fuck up, you're gonna get knocked off that pedestal, yep. right? And then I got to the point where like, I just don't even give a fuck anymore. Like I cannot walk this earth caring about your opinion about me. I, I can't, like I gotta live this world for me. I, and the more that I start, and to give zero fucks, I just tell people it's more of an attitude than the actual words literal, taken literally. Like to give zero fucks means like, I don't take anything personal, right? When I say I don't take anything personal, the same way you can insult me, I won't take it personal no more than the same way you can give me a compliment. Because what I've learned is that when you give people the power to build you up, then you also give those same people the power to take you down, mm. right? Amen to and, so that. For, and so for me, the give zero fucks as an attitude is like, I'm not going to take it personal. Whatever you say is something deeper. Maybe I'm the one that triggered it, you know, to come out of you, but I'm not going to take it personal because there's something else going on with you. So I got to walk this earth. I, I give zero fucks. You, whether it's the, you know, COVID, the shot, the, the, the politics, the religion, I, whatever you choose to do that works for you, do it. I, love I it. give zero fucks. I love it. <laughs> it's so great. And, you know, I study a lot of stoicism and so much of, of stoic philosophy is just controlling your own thoughts and actions. And so I'm glad you mentioned that about 
essentially empowering other people to have control over you. And I think most people operate that way. You know, and it's not, you know, it, it feels warm and fuzzy to get compliments. And we know, we know that that's that human emotion side, but far too often. And I know I've done it in the past, you know, you put all that stock in, in the relationship or the boss or the coworker, your clients or whoever to, to make sure they say the right thing to you so that you can feel good and hold your head up. But like you said, then that gives them the power to also tear it down. And, And that's where people get so trapped in not living fully as who they are and live as everyone else wants them to be. Yeah, because think about like this, you've been around someone that's been building you up and then all of a sudden, whether it's a relationship or job or whatever, and then they pull the chair from right underneath you and then you let you down, then what happens is that you start questioning your own self-worth. Yep. You start asking yourself, what did you do wrong? Why didn't this person, you know, whether it's a relationship, why did this person break up with me? What was wrong with me that they had to go see or be with someone else? What was it? I've been working all these hours and all these years. What was it that made them go choose someone else? And so then you spend more time questioning who makes love. The very first question you asked me, who am I? You go right back to now I got a question, who am I? Like what, what's wrong with me that didn't get this or made this person do this? And so this whole thing, like you say, we've all been there. We've been conditioned to uh, be kind of like told what to do and then want to be acknowledged and validated for when we do something. But man, that's a roller coaster, bro, to go into emotionally because you you go on that ride and someone talks to them like, man, you're not all that, then you're 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 hitting the floor. Yeah, and, and we've seen it, you know, the MLM world is a, a great microcosm of that happening because so many of those people do get knocked off their pedestal and they fall hard. Yeah. Hard. Oh man, because you you're only as good as the dollars that you bring in the products that you sell and then you get rewarded based off of the volume of products you sold. So you get the stage presence and the acknowledgement because you were able to do so much, but yet I might have helped a person who was virtually on the road to suicide because they were 300 pounds and changed their life. And that was the only person I sold the product to, but you won't even honor that because we live in a world that, hey, the, the dollar, the numbers are going to speak versus the lives that are being changed. And yep. so when you said at the very beginning of the podcast that you know your mission is to come into, you know, people's lives and, and walk out of them, walk out of their lives with them feeling better than when, they, when you all first met is what we ought to be getting acknowledged for versus the MLM, we're going to give you the blue diamond, the, the silver, the gold, <laughs> because you sold, you know, $50,000 worth of products. But what about the lives behind the product, yeah, right? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. So, so you develop this, this no fucks given mentality. You get to this place in your life where you're like, you know what, I'm done with all you fuckers. Like, take me, leave me. I don't care. Here I am. Um, you know, like your, your Facebook post of, I swear to God, I swear to God, man. Those are, those are the best. <laughs> We're going to tell you how to follow this guy later, but those are the best. And, and then, you know, again, I've, I've been following you on social media. So then you go on this, like, I'm just going to call it a world tour of, 
of exploration, I would assume. So let's, let's dive into that a little bit. Um, you know, I know you went to Bali, you went to Peru, like you went to some, some pretty exotic places in the world. So what spawned that travel and, and what did you take away from that once you finally got back home and settled? So I think it was about 2000, it was December, 2016. I'll never forget December, 2016, uh, was my first trip out of the country. Right. Like I had never had a passport. This is 2016. I'm 51 years old right now. So we talk about literally like five years ago, 40, you know, 46 years old, never had a passport, never went outside the States. And I got um, invited to go with some friends to Peru. And to go out there was an awakening in itself because there is a diff, a whole complete different culture of people. Right. right? And I'll never forget, here I am in Peru, and we're in this rural area. Like, we're not even Lima. We're in Cusco, right? And all of the people on the streets, the mothers, the, the kids, four or five years old, the grandmothers are all out there like a farmer's market, right? And they're all hustling and grinding, you know, making a living. But I remember saying to uh, one of the men there that, man, i like, man, I feel sorry for you. And, and, you know, his English was actually good. He's like, well, did you feel sorry for me for what? And I'm like, man, like, this is your way of life. It's like a serious grind. And he said to me, well, I feel sorry for you. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the, you. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Like, he's like, and he said this, he says, over here, we have so little, but we love so much because we have family. And you Americans have so much and love so little. So we were given this life. And so we have learned to make the best of it where the life that you have, you have, and yet you still have nothing. Damn. <laughs> that, was my, that was the first day of my spiritual awakening. And from then it gave me a whole new perspective about life because then I got to be able to see how so many different people around this world live. And though we're over here in America, we take so much for granted. We have so much entitlement, you know, like an entitled mindset over here that everything is supposed to be given to us. I mean, I got even my kids right now, man, like, they didn't come up the way I did. So all they know is the life that they live right now, right? And yet for them, they like this, hey, I want this, I want that. That's all they know. But they, they have this entitlement type of mindset, right? And I'm like, no, we gonna, let's break this up right now because one, please know family is everything. Family is everything right now. Everything that we do is for each other. All that other stuff out there, is what it is, but family is everything. So when you ask me, what did I take away? One was I saw the word love differently. Mm. And it wasn't about love. Hey, I love you, bro. I love you as a relationship. It was like, man, we are here. We came from a place of love. We will create it with love also that we can love one another. And though through our actions, we may not show it all the time, but 
this whole world is operated off of two things, power of love and the power of money. And so for me, when I went over there, I discovered the power of love. And then it took me, it took me everywhere after that, man. It took me to the Amazon jungles. It took me to Bali. It took me to Tokyo. It took me to China. It took me to Australia. Man, it took me to a lot of places. And so for me, the more you get exposed to life and then you come back over here to the States, I'm like, y'all are tripping off the small shit, man. <laughs> For real. Like, we got hospitals and Walgreens and CVS and all these different things, and you go down there and get hurt over there, man, you better you better hope that little cut on your finger don't turn into gangrene, you know, because <laughs> they ain't got it like that, man. So it just gave me a new perspective about life. Like, it's life is simple, but we, the people, make it hard. Life is very simple. Life just gives us, man. And we, the people, make it hard for one another, man. And so going on that travel, that awakening, that spiritual evolution, maybe come back home to the States. And I'm like, it's time to go to work. And when I say go to work, I had to go to work to create a new lifestyle. I had to let go of everything that I was conditioned and brought up from my parents and their parents of, the hustle and the grind. And it was like, nah, it's a different, it's a more simple way to live and to have everything you want without really grinding like that. It's a mindset. It's a law of attraction. It's a manifestation. It works, man. You know, I think everything, there's obviously an ebb and flow in the world to everything. And this, it's interesting that you bring up simplicity because this has been a theme coming up in my life over the last couple of weeks, like very in my face, apparent. Um, one of uh, one of the guys in my network that I, I consider a mentor, he, he may not consider himself a mentor to me, but I do because he, he's an older gentleman and just one of those dudes, when he opens his mouth, you just shut up and listen to him, you know? Right. And he was talking the other day about the simple things in life. He's like, when's the last time you drove down a gravel road? You know, when's the last time you ate a bologna sandwich sitting on a truck bed? You know, things like that. And, and what's interesting is the response to that is always so positive. Like people are like, oh man, that sounds amazing. You know, that sounds so peaceful. That sounds so simple. But yet we complicate the living shit out of everything. Yep. And, and it really does make you question. And, and, and I love that you had this experience and this awakening because more people... More people need that. And, and unfortunately, you know, international travel is very cost prohibitive for a lot of people. So there's a lot of people that will never get that passport and never go anywhere. Right. And they won't they won't make it a priority is really what it comes down to. You know, like if, if you said, look, I want to travel out of the country. Well, you know, in 10 years time, I bet you could figure out a way to do it. But people won't do that. They can't think that far ahead. But but I believe that those of us who do and are willing to to explore like that, you know, we have the opportunity to impact. So you come back, you start living in that manner of simplicity and love and not the grind and not loving the grind, which is a lot of, a lot of people, you know, there's that pride thing with the hustle. <laughs> man, <laughs> you're right. That pride thing, man, working that hustle, that 12, 
14 hour hustle. Nah, bro, I'm done. Hey. You know, I've seen these conversations, you know, what time you wake up? I wake up at five. Well, I wake up at four 30. I wake up at three 30. I don't fucking sleep. You're like what? <laughs> like that, that ain't good for you. Hey, Mark, listen to me. I wake up at six. I take a nap at two and I'll probably go to bed at 10. I <laughs> oh, love it. I love naps. Naps are man, that's bad for real, man. Like it, that's for me, man. That's the simplicity of life, man. Like, I mean, you think about it. Those who are truly wealthy, don't get me wrong. There, we got some people who have just created some complex things that we have right now. But you think about truly some of the most wealthiest people. And what they did was they took something and say, how simple can we make it? And the more simple that they created the process, the wealthier that they got. Like, I mean, you look at a spot like Chick-fil-A. Let's just make some chicken. Let's just do this, right? Send them to the drive-thru. That's it. It just that's it. And their driveway is like it's nothing complex about what yep. they do. But they thrive off of getting people in, getting them out, and going. There's nothing at all. I guarantee you, you have tasted a chicken sandwich way better than Chick-fil-A. You've tasted something way better than in and out, raising cans and all that but they created something that was so simple that got people who are conditioned to always going, 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 right? And became wealthy. And Chick-fil-A is a great example too, because the experience is so positive. Yeah. So in your head that, you know, it's like, you know, when you start hanging out with that chick and she's not that good looking, but she's kind of okay, good looking, but the more you know her, the more attractive she becomes. Right. I don't know nobody like that, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like Chick-fil-A. Like, like you said, there's better chicken sandwiches out there, but right. every time you go, it's my pleasure, please and thank you. They treat you well. They're always kind. They're always respectful. So you start to associate that feeling with that sandwich. And I mean, you know, granted, it's the Lord's chicken and we know that, but, you know, right. it's still, um, you know, there's, a, there's an experience that comes along with it and it makes you want to go back. Because what did you say? What did they what did they tap into? People wanted to be appreciated and acknowledged for them. They something simple. Just say thank you for them showing up and make sure they had it, right? That was it. That was the simplicity of the whole formula. Just yeah. treat them good and acknowledge them, and they're gonna keep coming back. Yeah. Simple, simple. I mean, man, but we but we've been taught that we got to just create something so complex and so man, just time consuming, energy consuming that man, we don't even have enough time to enjoy it. Simplicity is, is everything, man. And what for me would end up happening was that when I got back, I got more into, I would try, you know, I transitioned from like doing fitness coaching into more of like mindset coaching and helping people discover you know, where is it that they want to go in life? You know, let's find out where you are and then who you must become to go wherever you want to go. And that in itself is probably one of the hardest things for people because the, the majority of people do not know what they want and know they don't know where they want to go. They don't. You can ask someone right now and I guarantee you the answer that you hear is not simple and clear at all. And I give you an example, it would be no different than 
I'll ask someone, you know, that I'm coaching, I'm like, let me tell you how complex that this is. It's like me saying, okay, Mark, all right, you come to me like, man, I'm, I'm hungry, Rob. Like, all right, let's, let's go get some to eat. Like, what you want to go get some to eat? You're like, I don't know. I'm hungry. I haven't eaten all day. I'm famished. I'm like, and you're like, let's just, just, let's go get whatever. But I can't help you get you where you want to go because I'm not clear on what you want. But you think that you're clear because you're like, let's just go get something to eat so that I could just be filled up. But it's not the same because then I say, well, cool. Let's go to Taco Bell. Like, well, I don't want no Taco Bell. Like, what do you want? <laughs> like, I'm just hungry. So people need clarity and help getting guided, you know, guide with guidance to discover what they want. Because then you say, well, I'm allergic to seafood. I don't want pasta. I got a taste for a good Wagyu steak. Well, now guess what? I could eliminate seven other different options and say, okay, we got Wagyu. I got the spot, we put it in the GPS and we go straight there. Now I know what you want. Now take that type of scenario and apply it to people's lives and you ask them what they want, I guarantee you they'll never be able to clearly define what they want, which keeps people always spinning in their wheels, right? Because yep. I'll say to someone right now, even in from a fitness perspective, hey, I wanna lose, they say, I wanna lose 15 pounds. But in their mind, that's what they want. But I can promise you, Mark, there's something deeper, right? Always. And so, but in their mind, they think they could, I want to lose 15 pounds, but they know that there's something else going on. The other person doesn't know. And so the majority of people just say, okay, well, let me help you lose 15 pounds. You go on this restrictive diet, don't do this, exercise this. Well, for me, I'm like, okay, you want to lose 15 pounds for what, yeah. right? Uh, they just like, because I just want to create a, a healthy lifestyle. I'm like, you fucking bullshit. That's bullshit. You would have fucking, fucking been did it. You, you would have done it already. You don't tell me this is for a lifestyle. This ain't no fucking lifestyle. What is it? Like, I tell you what, how did you gain this weight? And then something comes out where they were like, I went to the doctor. They told me that I have high cholesterol, diabetes, high blood pressure, dot, dot, dot and that I have X amount of time to get off this or lose the pounds, or this is gonna to happen to me. Now I can help you lose weight because I know more details about why you need to lose it. But we aren't as clear as we think that we are. And in the, for me, the, the travel and the road of simplicity is clarity the more clarity that I have, then the more simple we can create whatever the process is. And then you live the simple life because clarity comes from keeping things simple. Like you say, when the man says, sit, you know, driving down the gravel road or sitting on the back of a uh, pickup truck, just eating a sandwich or just sitting outside in the chair. And when you're doing the simple things, what I've learned in this whole traveling is the more you create simplicity, the more clarity you have. The more clarity you have, you just truly eliminated several different roads that you don't even have to go down. Yeah, and, and most of those roads are roads that you've been told you should. You know, you should have this type of house, you should have this type of car, you should have this type of income. You know, I see it, I see it with money a lot. You know, people will be like, I wanna make a million dollars. Okay, why? Well, I, it just, you know, it, it seems like a lot of money. And, Okay, well, 
but but maybe 600,000 is fine. Maybe that actually will get you the things in life and the lifestyle and the comfort that you want. But people just throw those numbers out there and right. with no thought behind it and, and no, I, I, I love the GPS analogy. I think that applies to everything. You know, you talk about, okay, now we know what restaurant we want. Now we put it in the GPS and go, but you, you got to know where you're going first you before know. you can plug it in. I love that. Right. And even the part where you said where people like a million dollars and 600,000, for me, I'm like, but you want $600,000 to do what with it? Yep. Right. And they're like, because I want this type of house. Well, what a lot of people don't understand is that the, the, the laws of this universe doesn't know the difference between money and whatever it is. It only knows what you, the vibration that you put out of what you want. So when someone says to me, I didn't want 600,000, I'm like 600,000 for what? And I'm like, they like, I want this type of house. What house is it? 6,000 square foot house, dot, 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 dot. Well, let me tell you something. So do you want the money or do you want what the money is going to produce? Because I can help you find a way to get what the money is going to produce versus you spending so much time and energy and years and trying to produce the money. You, you yep. see what Yep. Because Mark, if I tell you, you say six hundred thousand, but then I tell I tell the person I want this house, I can you never know. I can be doing some work at the house, created a friendship with the mentor, like you said you had, right? He passed away in his will. He left me the fucking house. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I don't need the six hundred grand. I got the house. I tell you what, my <laughs> wife, my wife has amazed me with her power of manifestation. And I used to, I used to make fun of her. I'd be like, yeah, whatever. And, and she would always say, Mark, just put it out there. Like whatever, whatever you want, just put it out there. And, and to your point, that energy, there's, there's power in that. And, and now that I've seen it play out over, oh, I'm like, I got it, babe. I got it. I'm gonna put it out there. But, but you're right. Like there's more than one path to whatever it is that we're, you want joy in your life there's more than one path to that. Like, that's my desire. I just, I want to live a joyful existence. So, you know, for me, this message of simplicity resonates so big because I know, just like you said, the simpler my life becomes, the more joy I get to just experience on a daily basis. Yeah. And, and I get to put that love out there that, that people sorely need, but that I'm not dependent on. Right. Right. And for me, that goes back to the give zero fucks attitude. Yep. I am not dependent on what you, you know, what you think I may need from you to feel good, to feel joy. Because, you know, just a little bit more on the power of manifestation that, you know, we've been taught to believe and train and condition and program that, of course, you have to work hard to get what you want. And what I teach people in coaching them is that you have to be in alignment. When you are in alignment is when you shorten the path of whatever it is that you want to connect with it, right? And you gotta be in alignment. And how do you, what, how do you, how does one get into alignment is how good do you feel? The better you feel, the more that you're in alignment. When you're not feeling good, you're out of alignment and you have literally stopped the flow 
of what was supposed to come to you. You're not in alignment anymore. And so when you say feeling joy and being joyous, right, because that contributes to you being in alignment. The yep. power of manifestation is based off of you being in alignment. And to tell people this too, that whatever, wherever your thoughts go, your energy goes, right? And people are like, well, the powerful manifestation doesn't work because I was thinking about X, Y, Z and I didn't get it, right? <laughs> but I say, I tell you what, the power of manifestation works both ways. Wherever your dominant thought is going towards is what is going to bring you. When your dominant thought is towards something that you don't want, you will get more of what you don't want. You got a woman that says, I don't want this type of man and I don't want that man. And da, da, da. She's going to keep attracting the same type of man that she doesn't want because she's giving so much energy to what she doesn't want versus saying what she does want. And that's how this whole manifestation works. But it goes back to what you said and what we said in the very beginning. When you know who you are, meaning whatever that looks like for you, love, loving, being high energetic, whatever that is, you know that you are creating a life of simplicity because it's going to bring you joy. And when you are in joy, that means that you have control over your emotions, right? And yep. when you are in control of your emotions, you have to have a give zero fucks attitude because your emotions are influenced by what other people think. So when you don't give a fuck about what they think, then you are in control of your emotions. When you are in control of your emotions, you are in alignment and you can live and have all the things that you've been desiring for so fucking long. I love it, man. Dude, you're awesome. I should talk to you more often. <laughs> let's go, baby. I'm telling you, let's go. I mean, man, it's, 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 a, it's a great life, man. I'm, I'm telling you, like, the last four or five years of my life, Mark, especially when, when I, uh, you know, got out of the MLM, everything just opened up. And when I say open up, like, I love my life. I mean, my life is so, literally so, so flexible, so open, so flowing. Like I just, whatever I want is coming in and I have so much freedom, you know, learning how to tap into the, the masculine essence energy and learning how to tap into the divine feminine energy essence and putting those things to work creates the whole life that I wanted. And since then it gives me the opportunity to even sit down and talk to you right now, you know, yeah. And, you know, I, I love it because from the moment I met you, like it just clicked, like, you know, there's some people that just come in your life. You're like, that's a good dude. We're going to be friends, you know, right. we'll do this for a while. And so it always, it, it brings me joy to see you living as authentically as you are, because I know that's how we impact the world. And uh, I, I love it. You know, it's, I love seeing good people, feeling good and doing good things and, and living on their terms and, and giving zero fucks, you know, honestly. Man, but think about like who you are, like people feel your energy, right? And when they feel your energy, they feel safe. They like, man, okay, let's, I'm gonna I'm just, I'm gonna go with this, right? And that's what it is. Like, you don't even know, have to know what someone is about. You feel the energy, like, man, this is just like, I like this energy. It's like a, it's like a baby, you know, babies go to people like, they don't like your energy. They gonna scream and cry. And that is something that feels good. Then they gonna come to you even more. And that's kind of like how we connected too, because it was just like, man, 
we here. Look, I'm not trying to take your business from you. You ain't trying to take, man, what can we do to help each other? Because we both knew there's enough for everybody. Amen. There's enough for everybody. Amen. You know, this, this world is created of abundance, but we've been taught that we live in a lack of. So everyone is grinding and climbing, stepping all over each other to get something that the universe has an abundance of. I mean, I still be tripping. They're like, the, the, the government owes $3 trillion. I'm like, to who? <laughs> like, like $3 trillion, like if the government $3 trillion, that means I, it's got to be at least $1 billion for me somewhere out there. Let me just get to it. Like, shit, they print money. It's enough for everybody. They print it. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, <laughs> all right, so I got I have one more question for you. All I'm right. pretty sure I know what the answer is, but I'm going to ask the question anyway. Um, you know, you're you're active on social media a lot, and you know, there, like I said, there's always people watching. But if you knew that the very next thing that you put out on social media would go viral, I mean, like viral, viral, like everyone on Facebook sees it, they're sharing it on Instagram, they're showing it to their friends. If you knew that, what would you want that message of your post to be? Hmm. Live for you. Be selfish as fuck and live for you. Put you first. Put you first before anybody, even your kids. Put your well-being first. Put you first. Take care of you first. In a relationship, job, whatever. Let me put something like that on social media. How it was, you know, you know, exposed or expressed, it would be in a matter of I care about me first before I care about you. Right, because again, I can't pour from an empty cup. Yeah. So I gotta take care of me first. And that applies to everybody. That applies to my kids. I, my kids know that right now. When I'm, when I'm drained and like, dad, we need to go here. Well, you better find another way cause I'm going to take a nap. Like my well being is first. So if there was something that was going to go viral. It would be like, this dude just took selfishness to another level. <laughs> He like, he don't give a fuck. He is, it is about him first. It is. Because ain't nobody going to treat you better than you going to treat yourself, man. Nobody. Amen to that. I oh, love it. That's perfect. Uh, tell the people, if you got anything you want to plug, where they can follow you, where they can see your, your I swear to God, post. <laughs> right. I'm getting back into it now. Like, I just I had to go back into the lab and create some more content. And so... <laughs> You know, I, you know, they can follow me on Facebook at, you know, Robert L. Chandler the fourth on Instagram is uh, black underscore Rob for black Rob because, you know, little chocolate and, you know, uh, once they get there, I have a, a, um, a group coaching program that I do mostly for women over. It's called the next level, mostly for women. And it's called the next level uh, coaching. N-E-X-T-L-E-V-L coaching. And so the next level is me coaching people, whether it's a group or personally in a way that helps people shift their mindset in a way that helps them perform 
at a different level to take their life to a different level. And that all begins in the mindset. That's fantastic, man. I, I can't think of much better people to do that than you. Rob, I'm so appreciative of your time and your energy. I, and I swear to God, I appreciate you, baby. I swear <laughs> to God I do. <laughs> I appreciate you being on here with us. Uh, if you have listened to this, please subscribe to the show, leave a review, let us know what you think. Follow this man. I'll put all this stuff in the show notes. And uh, until next time, you people get out there and make good choices. Thanks so much for tuning in. I greatly appreciate it. If you would like to get a copy of my book, Make Good Choices, head on over to the Amazons, type in Make Good Choices or my name. It should come up in either place. If you would like to connect with me for health and fitness coaching, shoot me an email at info at markzfitness.com or shoot me a text 214-418-8872. That's the only phone number I got been out there for a really long time. Hope you enjoyed the show and until next time, keep on making good choices.